0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of In That Number. We have another treat for you today as we welcome John Smith to the show. A little later on, he's here to discuss the Saints Foundation's Big Bike Challenge. And a chariot a little bit closer to his heart called Scotty's Little Soldiers. It's a story that must be heard, so please make sure you stick around and hear what he has to say. We also have a bit of a chat about saints also. And we've got yesterday's lackluster showing at St James's Park. Um, we'll look ahead to next week's doubleheader as we travel to Watford on Tuesday and welcome Bournemouth to St Mary's next Saturday. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Follow me on Twitter, at RayHunt84. Follow my co-host on at Mush. You can follow the show on at number podcast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram on In That Number Podcast. Send us your thoughts, comments, suggestions on in that number podcast at gmail dot com. Rate us, review us on iTunes. Let me bring in my co host now, um, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Hello. Actually Good firstly, before we discuss your hangover, okay. I just want to say um happy birthday to Mrs. Moscow Mush.
0: Ah, Thank you, I'll pass on your regards.
1: Thank you, but
0: yeah, Um, anyway, hangover? Yes, yeah, obviously, um, Mrs. Kevin's birthday, Uh, we were celebrating yesterday, Um, so yeah, we we were drinking quite a lot. The Russians do like to drink, I don't know if you heard, but... um,
1: Oh, this is new for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are quite the drinkers. Um, So yeah, we were drinking all all day and all evening, and the Saints didn't really uh, give me any reason to, to stop drinking. Uh, <laughs> if I'm right. being honest, uh, so it was yeah more more sorrow drowning at the end of it. Um, but yeah, you know, battle through. Uh, we'll have to Mark, march on. Uh, how about you? Okay.
1: Hero, yeah, um, yeah, it's um up and down week. I suppose I said um, goodbye to my granddad on Wednesday. Um, yeah, so yeah, that was a sad day. Um, and my my girl has been at the theatre all week, so she's been busy. So yeah, um. Caitlin, my daughter, was yes. Yeah, it was an amazing week for her. Um, just want to say well done to her. Um, and then yeah, and then I'm straight back down again with the result yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I've got to say can, yeah, well done to uh, the West End's next star. Although um, I don't think she should be listening to this podcast uh, with with some of the very foul language that, uh, you, that you, you, produce, you you come yeah. out with. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I could just go at the beginning, there's no swearing so far, so we would be alright. Um, so, news Shit. this week. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, news this week?
0: Yes. Do you want to start? Um, well, yeah, you must have heard of um first appointment uh, since uh, the head rolling, as we thought stops. Um but yeah, Martin Glover coming in from Everton as the new Chief Scout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did, did talk maybe about Ross Wilson moving on, um, but I mean because he's uh, interim director of football now that Les Reed's gone. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's kind of been shuffled um, up up the hierarchy a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Martin for this guy to come in. I mean, what, what do you make of him?
1: I, I don't really know an awful lot about him. I know that he um, he used to be a PE teacher. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> um, and I know he worked at West Ham, Leeds, and Blackburn before he went to Everton. Um, and he's UK based I think isn't he so you know all the well being a PE teacher he's going to just scout all the all the kids in school I guess
0: well yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah um, I mean I don't really know an awful lot about him but yeah welcome to the club
0: yeah we're already make, making one of that allegations but yeah um,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah welcome Martin um, I, I don't he's not signed yet has he uh, but it looks right. like it's all, all but signed mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's, it's good to have people going in rather than just coming out because there's a lot of vacancies at the club at the moment so it's good that we've had one speaking of speaking
1: of going out um, I've heard that Charlie Austin has been told that he is free to leave um, come the summer um, but his I mean Hasenhill has praised his attitude saying that he's the type of player that he needs around he's always, always positive uh, but I guess it just mm. depends on whether you know Charlie Austin wants regular first team football. He's happy just to play a bit part. I guess that's all down to him. Um, but yeah, so we could see him off. In, in yeah,
0: time. I think at this stage of his career, he wants to be playing regular first team football. He wants to be in the starting lineup. He's obviously not going to get at the Saints. And yeah, I mean he's been told he can go. You know, what? I get the feeling that he's been told a lot earlier that he can go. But um, I think it's maybe finding willing takers that seems to be the problem.
1: Yeah, I mean he may find himself down into the championship next season or well we don't know but yeah I mean I, I personally I hope he stays because I'm still a big fan of his
0: yeah you know, I, I mean I've, I've, I'm, I'm happy if he stays but I mean if he goes it's obvious why and mm-hmm. um, I, I think we all know that we probably do need another striker of some kind
1: sure. um, natural goal scorer
0: yeah yeah I mean he's not he's fairly a um, tennis season Mm. Uh, yeah striker. Sorry, yeah It seems for the, for the Waits he's on
1: Exactly To, make,
0: make to, to, to let him
1: go um, I also heard a bit of news In the week about um, Jordi Classi. Um He's been fined After a public bust up Between him and Feyenoord manager Giovanni Van Bronckhorst And apparently He mm. refused to shake his hands As well um, So that, that's kind of Thrown his future At Feyenoord In doubt Possibly get a chance back at Saints now. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how Hudson Hurtle feels about him. But I mean, oh. when we signed him, I was, I was happy about it. Um, mm. a, he was a Cumin product at Nord before. Um, yeah. and he's obviously signed a five-year deal back in 2015. It hasn't really worked out. I, I, I do think he's surplus to requirements now. But I mean, give him a chance. Why not?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think, but well, um, yeah, he has fallen that with Van Bronckhorst. So I don't necessarily that means. T- I think he means t- he's coming back to Saints. Um, I mean Van Bronckhorst leaving at the end of the season, and yeah, Sam's supposed to be taking over, isn't he? So mm. maybe new manager might um think might yeah, sign. he's just the guy. Might sign, sign better, up, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and another bit. Um. Just quickly, I want to talk about Sofian Boufa. We scored a brilliant goal yesterday. For start with ego, if um, you get a chance to to watch it, do it. Um, would you welcome him back? Yes. Yes, straight away.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: oh. I, 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 he has all the quality. I'm not doubt. I'm not denying that. He's he's got quality. He's got skill. He's, he's super talented. We know that. But he's just lazy. Uh, he doesn't work enough, and I don't think hasn't hurt. Well, he won't stand for it. If he wants to well, come back yeah. into this team and he wants to work his socks off, because you know, the you know the, the energy that they play with now, then fine. If he's willing to play play like like he is for Salcedo, yeah, I welcome him back. But he just needs to put the work in for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think I just want to see um, how he does get on with Hasenhutten, so we we know once and for all um, if if Hasenhutten can, you know, take a look and say, right, you've got talent, but you know, you're going to have to work as hard as the rest of the lads. And if he if he manages to do that, I think we could have a very good player on the hands. It's yeah. just I don't know if Ralph can't do it. No, I don't think anyone anyone will. So I'll at least give him a chance, like yeah. one last chance. Yeah, and,
1: and I think we're 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 ready to give up on Eljuniuci.
0: Ah, I mean, he's looking that way. He's, yeah, Hasden who, who has tried him out, hasn't he? In a couple of mm-hmm. positions, but I mean, he's just done. Anything, so. right. um, any more names? Yeah. Another waste of money. Um, um, uh, just a few, yeah. Um, uh, Harrison Reid um, on loan of Blackburn we talked about him last week uh, being man of the match and yeah now he's picked up an ankle injury in training uh, missed the uh, match against Nottingham Forest and it looks like he could quite easily be out for the rest of the season so um, yeah with our best it's probably best if he comes back to his uh, club club yeah, it's a shame for Blackburn sad mm, yeah. yeah and he's on such, such a role um uh, yeah I mean, we talked about i think I was more selling him you 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 want to see him in the in, in the first team, give him a chance um but yeah I'm not really sure what's going to happen now, no it's the winter summer um uh, yeah, other lonely, uh jake Hesketh uh he's are MK Dons. Um, they're in second place in their promotion from League One, so yeah, hopefully um, they can uh, get out into that, into League One. And uh, finally, a bit of a rumour that we're considering a £20 million bid for 23-year-old Leeds United midfielder, Calvin Phillips.
1: OK. No, I've not heard that one.
0: Calvin mm-hmm. okay, Phillips. Calvin
1: with a Kevin.
0: <laughs> Don't Kevin Phillips back now. Uh, he's, he's a little bit old, but yeah. Um, and I also do send she has got a Champions League semi final against Spurs mm. after the Wonder turnaround against Newman. Um, Playing really yeah. well.
1: Um, also, a little bit of Unproof. breaking news right now um, Everton have just scored their fourth of the afternoon against Man United. Um, yeah, Gee. just um, taking them apart. Not good for Man United. Yeah, and actually Theo Walcott no. just slotted away the fourth, so,
0: yeah. Oh, that uh, one Theo uh, Walcott's scoring, you know things are bad.
1: <laughs> right, okay, so let's go into Newcastle. Um, so, lost 3-1. <laughs> uh, Iozzi Perez with the treble, and Lamina with the Saints goal, so you know, out for nearly four months, and then scores within... 14 minutes of coming back so yeah good for him um, Saints so 11 Angus Gunn in goal Jan Bednarik Maya Yoshida Jack Stevens back in um, Bertrand and James Ward I
0: think, sorry uh, just a little correction I should, it should be Jack fucking Stevens. I think that's what we're in call him from now on
1: ok yeah Jack fucking <laughs> Stevens back <laughs> in <I don't> <laughs> uh, Ryan Bertrand and James Ward Um James Ward Prowse yeah on the um the wing-back role. Hoiberg, Romeo in the centre. Redmond and Sims and Ings up front on his own. Bench of Long, Austin, Armstrong, Lamina, Forster coming back. Slattery and Ramsey. So, changes. Valerie with an illness. Uh, James Wapraz steps in at wing-back. Uh, and Vestergaard picked up an injury, so Jack fucking Stevens steps in after two months, as I say. Um...
2: It's a bit of a shuffle
1: round, um, personnel changes as well. Like, was that the factor for this result, or was it you know you know the lack of quality that Saints have in depth?
0: Um, I'd say a bit of both, and plus a little bit of kind of fatigue, I suppose. they just don't seem to be able to um, put in those high octane performances week after week. It's Not physically yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, and now you're worried that with a game just a, a couple of days away um, are they going to be able to get up to match day fitness um, <laughs> I hope that the Westergaard thing's not serious I think I, it is just a niggle, apparently but um, yeah if he's back then then maybe I give a bit more order and structure I
1: mean I'm questioning um, whether Valerie was ill or whether it was just the rest that he needed because <laughs> he's been playing a lot of football he has um, But then you could say that James Ward-Prowse needs a rest as well, especially with the three games coming in this week. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm expecting Vestergaard to play some part this week. Um, But I'm not sure about about, um, Valerie.
0: I mean... (laughs) You've got to think that the game, the, the Watford and Bournemouth games, they're both games that, that we could win. I mean, not saying that we're that much better than Watford, but, I mean, they've got one eye on the cup already. So, mm-hmm. um, I think we could just, like with Wolves, we can maybe take advantage of it a little bit there. And, um, yeah, the same with Bournemouth. So, I maybe he's, he's resting players that he thinks, oh, I don't want to risk um, them getting a, an injury and missing out until the end of the season. Hmm. If I can rest them against Newcastle, yeah, I'm hoping that's what it is. I'm but hoping yeah. that's the case. Yeah.
1: Um, okay. And so um,
0: Maka as well. Yeah, he's um, he's supposed to have picked up a little bit of injury in yeah, Spain well, as well. Yeah, I'm
1: unsure. I mean, I've read some reports saying that he could be out for the season now. Ooh. So I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, that could just be bullshit. I don't know. But um, we're, we're forced to needing a lot of football as well. Maybe. Maybe Foster gets the game before the end of the season's out.
0: I'd like that.
1: Yeah, let him play him against Huddersfield when are all the Yeah. <laughs> um
0: saying that we'll be in the relegation zone running
1: somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so the game itself then, um do we want to talk about it or should we just um <sighs> let's
0: just I mean Yeah, I mean as as little as possible. OK, this is not the worst we've been all season, but...
1: Oh, uh, do, do, you think, do you not think? Because I'm... Well, maybe not all season, but I, I tend to think that this is probably the worst we've played under Hasenhurtle.
0: Apart from that first Sorry. game.
1: Cardiff, yeah, I don't really... I mean, that was his first game, wasn't it? I can't, I'm can't. i not really going to take that, but I'm, I'm just... Performance-wise, I do... I mean, the result, obviously, Cardiff, but this, performance-wise, for me, was the worst performance of the season under Hasenhurtle.
0: Um, yeah, worse than the year for sure um, but is it worse than the 3 um beaten we got last season
1: what's a new you mean yeah um, yeah yeah probably I'm just a little bit um, upset with the fact that they I mean I hope I mean, like I said I think I touched on this last week when I said that they think they're safe so you know they, they just drop off a little bit um, I'm hoping that's not the case because they are not mathematically safe and they do need to, you know, sort themselves out because that was not good, especially for the, you know, for the fans travelling all that way to see a performance mm. like that. It's um, yeah, it's not good. It was it was difficult. It was a really difficult one, and you know the way they started the game as well. It was the the James Ward Prowse booking that
0: was yeah. Weird.
1: I mean, I've heard a lot of pundits say that should be read. Really. Yeah, it's it's very because, far I out. mean, there was a long way to go, wasn't it? I think it was in their own half as well. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah. A lot of people were upset about it, and uh, <laughs> you know, the Newcastle United manage, oh, the management team, the, the the guy who got sent off for it, I don't know who he was. I'm, I, he got oh got yeah. for being for protesting it a little bit too too much, but yeah. Did
0: um, he he called another one, called in Kevin Friend, a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might be on to something. Um,
1: what do you think? Do you think it was a red?
0: I don't think so. Um, and I think, I think you know what? I, I kind of understand, Brassie because um, we've criticized players in the past for not taking one for the team and be like, well, you know, you're you're one-on-one one there. Um, they've, they've got two on and uh, it's either fouling and... Be what may or almost certain goal. so yeah, it's a bit of a no brainer. Mm. And it's not like it wasn't horribly like injury causing, reckless, you know.
1: No, but then I do think if he was on a breakaway there, that would have been, yeah, you should say it would have been an almost certain goal. So, what at what point is that does that become a red card?
0: Um,
1: Is hmm. Is it purely distance because. Or is it just, you know, the, the, the recklessness of the challenge?
0: I think, you know, it's got to be either of them, hasn't it? Like, if it was a lot closer to the goal, or if it was uh, a lot more brutal tackle, um, then, yeah, I've really been protesting against the Red. But, yeah, it's just, you know, one of these things, you know, sometimes you have to do, sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. Sure.
1: OK, so, we. Well, I mean, yeah. got got a yellow card for it, but it's fine. Um OK, the goal. The first goal. It's kind of like a Saints goal.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like, it? Yeah, the, the, like the, the high press from Newcastle. Um, they won the ball from Hoiberg. Uh, but, I mean, Bednarik and Yoshida are kind of like marshalling Perez out the way. And he had a lot to do still. And just fired a shot across the face of Angus Gunn. Really nice goal. Um, don't attach any blame on Angus Gunn for that.
0: Yeah, I mean it didn't maybe have his first afternoon but yeah there's not much you could have done about that. Um Brad no, on the other hand should should have done a lot better. Yeah, uh, I mean and have not make it through. Yeah. Um
1: and I think they they both went to the ball, didn't they? Pushing or stopping the shop when Rondon was left unmarked in the box, but it didn't matter anyway. But yeah, a lot of ball Just not
0: not down. particularly organised, you know?
1: No. No, no. no. Um, I think it might have been because I mean I mean, Bednarik had to shift over to the left side, didn't he, today? Uh, sorry, yesterday. Mm. Um, not used to that, obviously, all the, all the changes to defence, so he went over to the left side, and it, it, he just looks uncomfortable all day, if I'm honest. Um, second goal... Saints sloppy with the ball again in the middle.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that cross from London just does, 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 does beautifully across...
1: Well, yeah, do you know, I'm, 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 it was a perfect cross... Um, but the defence was too slow.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not true. sure, like, how Bertrand can can just leave him there, you know, like, not but, you know, get in front of him or you whatever. Know.
1: He, he had a head start as well. He had a big head mm. start and Perez just too quick for him. But not just that, the whole, the, you know, I think it was Josh Eder and and Bednarik that just didn't get back at, again in, in, in time as well. And, yeah, and... <laughs> I, I, I'm trying not to take anything away from Newcastle because it was a good cross, but yeah. I'm just looking at it from a Saints point of view. Defensively, it wasn't good, it wasn't good enough. Bertrand wasn't quick enough, um, and we got paid we paid the price for it.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, it was a very impressive goal. from them, Yeah, just that that stretch out of the lake that I don't watch it again and again. and still don't know quite how he <laughs> <very laughs> managed to, to get to it that way, but yeah.
1: And then uh, Hassan Hill made the changes. He took Sims and Stevens, sorry, Jack fucking Stevens off. Mm. Um, and Armstrong and Lamina came on. Um, change of formation. It was still, he does these positive changes from 2 0 down, still thinking that they can turn the game around. And it did, it did kind of work. I think both of them made a bit of an impact. Mm. Not instantly. I mean, I think Key hit the post at that point when, they, when we were 2 0 down, so that could have been three.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could have been three before half-time as well. I mean, but for the damn block there, that was a Yeah, um, I thought, when, when the goal did go in, I thought, like, how, how are we still in this? You know? We're just a goal away from getting something from this game.
1: Possibly could have at that point. And the um, Lamina goal, which is a very good goal, by the way, um, yeah. there was a moment where um, Yoshida could have scored again. I was just thinking to myself, <laughs> anybody else in that in that situation it would have been two two and then we would have been how how are we gonna get away you know, get away with this? But yeah. it wasn't to be. The hat trick from um, Perez came. And it was just pressure from Newcastle, couldn't clear the ball again. Um and Perez gets the final touch. I mean, it was the header, wasn't it, just knocks it in. And that was it, game over. Yeah. Just Nothing I common.
0: just gave up on it from then on.
1: Yeah, wow, well, it was right at the end then, wasn't it? Um, so fair result.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we, it would have. I mean, it would have been injustice if, we'd have got a point from it. Mm. You know, trying to be objective about it. Yeah, of course, of course, wanted us to to win, but yeah, it's clear quite early on that it just just wasn't to be. Yeah.
1: Too slow defensively. Um, too easy for Newcastle <laughs> to get into the box. And I said before, I thought it was the worst performance under um Hurrel. And the yeah. goals, where the goals came as well, two goals from the right. Um, was a bit of a worry. I think they were attacking um, James Ward-Prowse.
0: Yeah. Do you think he works as a, as a right back, a right wing back?
1: Um, I think he will. He could do. I think there's always an option there. I just don't think. Um, Right there and then, it didn't seem to work. With Jack Stevens coming into the team, being out for two months, and Bednarik shifting over to to that side as well. I don't know. I mean, I know he went to the left, didn't he? Mm.
2: Um,
1: I'd I'd like to think that it was just the just the unsettled defence. It wasn't. They're not used to, the, to playing. You know, that personnel that that way. Obviously, Bednarik shifting over to the left. James Woodpress, but being asked to play there.
0: Jack and um, Stevens. Jack and really.
1: Stevens. Yeah. Um, I think there's an option because you know that James Will Prowse is going to give you everything I mean he's always going to run up and down up and down that wing for you and give you whatever you need so yeah I, I think it could work and it is poss- possibly an option but personally I'd like to see him in the centre of the park
0: yeah definitely definitely I think Bertrand had a bit of a shocker as well
1: Bertrand goes through these patches doesn't he where you know he's he doesn't look like he's really up for the job I mean, he had that, yeah. he had periods of that like that last season. I think that he just didn't, he just got lazy coming back. Like, like I said, I don't want to to say that you know we're pretty much safe to t- take the foot off the gas a little bit. I don't know.
0: Because, I mean, we're not really now. I mean, no. Uh, Brighton of um, they they picked up whiteness, day, didn't they, and um, watched that match. Uh, cardiff Brighton as well that, that was a really interesting one yeah and also Cardiff and, cardiff and in
1: a minute. so when, when Cardiff beat Liverpool yeah we're going to be right. <laughs> gonna get be good Liverpool. odds on that yeah um, yeah so that was it lost 3-1 and yeah they don't travel well up there do they I mean looking at their you know previous fixtures their last season was 3-0 and they got I think one year before that if I'm right and then a couple of draws thrown in there. But yeah, mostly, whenever we travel up there, we, we tend to get beat quite heavily.
0: Um, This is a completely different team to the one we played at home with that, with that awful, dull, dreary, nil-nil draw.
1: Yeah, that was when, I think, Newcastle only had one shot on target, didn't they? No, it wasn't yeah. on target, it was a Shelvy 30-yarder that didn't trouble McCarthy, at, if I remember. Um,
0: that, that was when, like, Hugh should have gone. Yeah, in my opinion. yeah, yeah. But, there you go.
1: Never mind. Anyway, man of the match.
0: Um, Lamina, I think. You know, he's been out for so long and we've been discussing like whether he deserves a spot in the first team or not. I think he's kind of made a decent argument there. Um, obviously, Hasden Hootles seen the kind of mistake he's made in putting Jack fucking Stevens back in the defence. Um, Said so we'd rather be a, a man... Down there <laughs> uh, in the back line and uh, have Lameda on. And uh, yeah, no, I thought he was brilliant.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad and, just. And
0: that I, felt just yeah. Um,
1: I, I agree. Um, I, I think that in all, it was difficult today because they were all playing under their normal standards, everyone. I think I think Ings was quiet, Hoiberg was really quiet. I mean, one of the most quietest performances he's had. Nothing seemed to work for Redmond. Um, the back three was slow and unorganised, um, James Ward-Prowse was out of position, so... Difficult one, but... Um, uh, and I think the game, it did start to change when we made those two um, substitutions when Armstrong and Lamina came on. And Armstrong mm. made an impact actually right because he set the goal up. Um, but yeah, I, I would give it to Lamina, um, the goal was good. Only been on the field 14 minutes, and don't forget, he just it's just had like abdominal surgery. Yeah. Um, and looking back at the game as a whole, the, what was the only positive of the game? The goal. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have to go Lamina also. Um, on to Watford. No. yeah. Tuesday the 23rd, 7.45 uh, kick-off. Watford, Watford. Um, Good season. 7th yeah, at the moment on 49 points. I mean, they're ahead of <coughs> Leicester, Wolves, Everton.
0: Well, not after... There's 4-0 thrashing now, I yeah, suppose. Okay, apart
1: from, uh, yeah, uh, it's not over yet. I could still score five, but yeah.
0: That would be great, wouldn't it? Um, um,
1: um, but, I mean, at the start of the season, I would have said that Leicester and Everton are, are going to top though, top Watford, but I, don't, I wouldn't say that now. And plus, yeah. you know, they've got an FA Cup final to, to play for, so a very, very successful season for them. They've got to be delighted where they are.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, what with the competition for that um, last Europa League spot or two, um, I think that's an interesting little mini league. I think they've um, come out surprisingly well. You know, they're looking looking good uh, just despite them going all the way to an FA Cup final as well. So yeah, they've had an excellent season, yeah. and um, yeah, they're, they're, you know, I mean. Blimey! Yeah, great player. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one.
1: It will be. Um, but we've got some decisions to make. As I say, um, James press had a tough day. He, you know, a lot of hard running. Got three days as well to recover from it. Lamina's back at the right time, I think, um, because we're going to need the whole squad. Um, Long and Ings both had minutes. And I reckon Long may make, have a start against Watford, and then Ings will go back into the Bournemouth game. And, it, I mean, I wouldn't rule out Charlie Austin maybe having a start at some point, or having some minutes as well. Valerie, whether he's going to be back, I couldn't tell you. Um, and Vestergaard as well, little niggle. Maybe he'll be back. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a big week, though.
0: I think it's all going to depend on, you know, how these injuries work out for us. If we can get the full-strength squads on the pitch, I think we're going with a chance. If not, I mean, then we're going to end up playing... But it's also a lo- a lot like we against camp. Newcastle. Yeah. But
1: you, you need to rest these players as well. If you're playing three games across seven days, um, we need but to get everybody. We need to have a whole squad.
0: But in terms of this, like, marathon season, I mean, this is the last sprint across mm-hmm. the line. You know, you think that they could... Find just a a little bit of little bit. energy in there. Mm. Um,
1: prediction?
0: <sighs> I'm going to go out on a limb and um, come out with the the one old draw that I've been waiting for for God knows how long.
1: You bastard! I had won one as well. Oh, well uh, but but okay. to be fair, I was torn because um, I, I don't think Saints are going to win this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. going there I don't think they're going to win um, so I, I, I could see a 1-1 but at the same time I can see us getting beat and I don't think I can't see us not scoring if that, if you know what I mean I, but I now I kind of like have to edge towards 1-0 Watford ok so just to go different to you I'll say 1-0 I did have 1-1 written down but I'll go 1-0 yeah
0: I mean I've got a feeling that you're going to be right this week um <laughs>
1: So yeah, one Neil Watford. All right. Um, yeah, okay. So i Bournemouth, Saturday, twenty seventh, three pm. <laughs> it's always it's always a tough one to call against Bournemouth. I think uh, they they just seem like seem like a team that's greater than the sum of their parts. Uh, and on pa- if you look at them on paper, I don't mean any disrespect from this, but they are you think they're going to be bottom half. Um. But Eddie Howe, I don't know, he always amazes me. He just always seems to get the best out of his players. Uh, Callum Wilson this season's been brilliant. I oh, used to have twelve goals. Trashed King or? as well. Yeah, um, I mean, um, Wilson got his England call up and scored on his debut against the um the US. Uh, where are they now? About thirteenth, fourteenth place, forty-one points. Yeah, but I was <laughs> just looking at their form as well, like their home form, um. Not great. They g- they got beat yesterday, didn't they, to Fulham?
0: Yeah, I don't don't know how they managed that after dicking Brighton five early. Yeah, totally.
1: That's what I mean. Their away form isn't bad. Well, it's bad for us. Um, <coughs> so the last the last three away games, they've won two of them and they've scored seven. That's not bad, and they haven't conceded any in those in the games that they won. So the goals don't seem to be an issue for them.
2: Hmm. Um
1: which is why it's a really, really tough one, because they are they are going away again. Um, and again, it depends on how Ralph, H- Ralph Hasnett rotates the squad. And if we're going to be resting any ones for Watford, I mean, I would probably t- tend to, to rest more on the Watford game, and then bring everybody back, like Valerie Vestergaard, in, back for Bournemouth, and really have a go at them. So that's what I'm hoping is going to happen. So with that, I'm going to say 2-0 Saints.
0: Oh, Okay. Uh, I think we're going to win as well. Uh, I think you know we're we're in the same position last season, and that was pretty much the um, the game that kept us up last season. Um, I mean, I know we finally got across the line against Swansea in that six-pointer, but Mm. I think without that, you know, um, if we'd lost to Bournemouth, that would have been it for us. so yeah, maybe we could do it again. I think psychologically, it's an important match. Yeah, okay, not derby, but um, still, you know.
1: <laughs> not derby. <laughs> they don't
0: like to think it. They, if they want to think that, then that's fine. Um, it makes it more interesting. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to go with what I've written down, and that's 1-0. 1-0
1: Stainz, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I th- again, I think there's, there could be a lot more goals than that. Mm. I mean, when Bournemouth yeah. lose, they lose. They yeah. really lose. <laughs>
1: right?
0: Yeah. All right, got it, three now. Okay.
1: 3-0 <laughs> yeah you serious
0: yep no Shane Long goodness. Hattrick
1: yep oh my god so Sh- Shane Long Hattrick right okay you should put a bet on that
0: um oh, I think,
1: on that I as could. well mm. okay so predictions through the season um we both went for a Saints win at Newcastle didn't we
0: probably small, so yeah.
1: yeah we fell <laughs> miserably again <laughs> This is good. Um so the points still remain fifty, forty eight to me. Um it's it should change next week because we've both gone we've gone different for both of them. Actually no, we both went for a Saints win against Bournemouth, but you know, if you get the score bang the on it's it. gonna make a massive bit of difference. Um fantasy football this week.
0: Yeah, um, it's been a bit of a quiet week in the fantasy football. Um I win this week with forty two points is uh, Laura's taking the test. That's what we're Everyone else got like I mean it's just so little, it's not even imagine You got you've twelve, uh I've got eighteen. Uh, did anybody here.
1: go for um Perez.
0: Um oh god he was in there somewhere wasn't he? But um not as not as captain. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's one of those players that I've I've had in the season and he's just done like, you know, nothing. You think like no point in having him. Then go out for score a catchman. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, I mean, was, there's still quite a lot of games to play all the Tuesday matches and um, Wednesday matches, they will count for this week as well. So, um, yeah, we will give you an update next week on, on uh, both the game weeks. Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, anything else you want to talk about this week?
0: Um, well, there, there was that, that little challenge that we did uh, just for Josh Sims. Uh, do, you, do you have anything interesting at all?
1: R- right, okay. So, I said that I was working on something and I kind of did but then I threw it away because it just wasn't working so I don't have a Sims chant for you I'm sorry Um, but I did happen to stumble across a song that I heard on the radio and I thought wow that's a good idea so I made a chant about somebody else oh right yeah so I'm hoping that you'll let me off and you'll listen to this one and let me yeah and then not, we can not talk about Josh Sims again because it, it made me a little bit angry.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I just um, I didn't want to embarrass myself on my own, you know. <laughs>
1: okay. Um. So do you, want, do you want to hear my my new? Yeah, one? go
0: on. I, I'm I'm absolutely intrigued.
1: Okay. alright. <laughs>
2: oh my little
1: speedy one my speedy one when you're gonna get back in the side lamina oh you make the midfield run (laughs) the midfield run keep on running down the line lamina never gonna stop give it up such a dirty slide, always get stuck in. What a touch! Only twenty-five. My, 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 my. Woo! My, 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 my Lamina.
0: <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> oh my god. That's uh, that's amazing. Oh that's, it's oh, that's not the best one. Re- yeah, it's really not. That's well, awesome, that's I an actor, isn't it? That's a knacker, isn't it? That's what. The knack. The, the knackers. Knack, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I just
1: heard it on the radio this week. Um, I don't I can't remember where I was. And I thought, Lamina, straight away when I heard that, and I thought, there's a chance he could be getting back in the side. So I recorded it before he actually did get into the team. So I was like, oh. Ah. I didn't record it. Perfect timing. I thought of it. and yeah. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'd have to give a song to every man of the match from now on.
1: <laughs> no. I'm going to make a stand and say, no more chance next season. Oh,
0: no, uh, not, no. Not from me. No. Right. Um, well, but if it's anything like that, then I, I think it'd be criminal not to do it, right?
1: No oh, you flatter me.
0: Um, No, no that was awesome. Um, okay, I do have something and I've been sitting on it for a while. Uh, It was all in, inspired by you. Um, oh, okay. Of course. Um... Uh, but yeah maybe a little bit of cultural maybe not cultural appropriation more like cultural mutilation but yeah okay if if you're ready for it I think I'm going to give it a try yep oh when the saints go marching in Oh when the Saints go marching in. Jim Zimmer, we got the fast ginger winger. Thirty-nine, he ain't no scammer. He's a red, he run down the flank in a rush. Pass him the ball now for Fox Tech, Thirty-nine, he ain't no skate, and I and I will repeat this song. Hey <laughs> <laughs> Ad nauseum. <laughs>
1: Brilliant! I, I, that was actually my idea, wasn't it? When I when we suggested it.
0: Yeah, and I found the Sim Simmer original Simmer. playground rhythm and uh, yeah a bit of dance all there.
1: Excellent. Well done! That's brave. That,
0: really took it out of
1: me. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, do you know what I had? The the only thing that I had for that was um D Things can only get better, and I was going to go Sims can only get better.
0: Ah, I, couldn't, I, couldn't I didn't do that for rings already
1: no? no, I did, um. I did, um, All You Pretty Things by David Gray. <laughs> How could yeah. you forget?
0: No, I just put my movie up forgetting what I did.
1: No, I don't know what you did.
0: Oh, I did, um, yeah, Daddy, Danny, Danny, Ying, yeah. It's
1: only M, yeah. Uh, no, I did, yeah. I, so I thought things can only get better, and I thought because you can only get better, um, I was gonna try and do something, yeah, like that, I but I just I couldn't think of anything. And it was Maybe we could do, me.
0: Jack fucking Stevens can only get better. I mean, is, is it possible to get any worse? <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah, that was it. Um, I All hope right. you're okay with, with that.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. I mean, yeah, oh, wow. I mean, that, that's completely blown me away. That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Okay, that's good. Um, so, t- to end the show this week, we're going to introduce you to our special guest. Um, we had John Smith on. Um, he's going to tell you his inspiration story, um, he's going to talk about the Saints Big Bike Challenge and the charity Scotty's Little Soldiers. So yeah, I'm going to hand you over to, to that interview right now. Joining us now is our special guest John Smith, a Saints fan who's currently fundraising for Scotty's Little Soldiers by cycling a 1,000 miles. He's here to tell us all about it, so um, let's welcome John and shall we? Hi John, how are you?
2: I'm oh, fine, thanks Ray, thank you for keeping um, me on to the podcast, well appreciated. No, not... Not a problem, yeah, well, no problem. Yes, Kev?
0: thank you. Um, yeah, so um, uh, start off by telling us about um, your experiences with the uh, big bike challenge for the Saints Foundation.
2: Sure, so about, hmm, going back to about October 18 months ago, um, I joined the Saints um, s course. Um, I met about 12, 13 guys on that course. It's was absolutely brilliant. I think it was about 18, 12, 18 weeks. Um, and it was a course basically to, to recondition guys with, um, with a big waistband, um, well over 38 inch waists in, in their 40s, um, on just teach them how to eat properly again and, and how to condition their drinking and, and how to change their attitude to fitness. So I did that for about 12 weeks. I lost four and a half stone, uh, which is phenomenal. Um, yeah. it did actually teach you know it taught me about lots of things like going out on a Friday night watch your rituals okay so you're going to have a few beers and then all of a sudden once you've had a few beers which you've got a few calories in them you're going to start eating all sorts of crap you're going to go for the kebab you're going to go for the crisps yeah. you're going you're to go for all the crap food so um, they taught you about the don't do that or if you're going to do that take a pint of water every now and then um, and in you know Monday to Friday, when you're not drinking, change your eating habits. Eat a lot of veg, etc. So, it taught me a lot about reconditioning. I, it's something I knew, you know. We all know to eat vegetables. We all know not to eat um, a load of crap food, but we all do it. And it, if it, mm-hmm. it, it you like, it was the spark. It ignited something in, inside me. And... It just sort of motivated me, and it it reminded me of when I was 18, when I was, like, in the um, forces, I was in the Air Force for 15, 16 years, and all of a sudden, bang, something lit in me, and I wanted to do fitness. I started doing healthily, I started to um, go to the gym three, four times a week, and I lost four and a half stone. Um, Just, it all dropped off, and I thought, well, what what can I do as payback to the Saints Foundation? Um, so I decided to do the big bike challenge I did that last year um, right back from the Etihad all the way back down to St Mary's and it was was phenomenal it was a really really good experience and it's one thing if I could recommend anything to anybody that go out and seek out and find out what the Saints Foundation does and just go and do something with them because the Saints Foundation is a charity that is tied to the Football Cup by Badge so if the team is doing really well on the pitch, the foundation can do really well. But it's when the team doesn't do well is when it suffers the most. Uh, but it needs our it needs help, and it, it's doing things for our community. It's helping people out that have, that have basically made bad choices in life or have got old and they need to be shown how to exercise properly to prevent, you know, hit, Replacements, whatever, and it, and it, again it shows people like me that get to be right fat bastards and need to lose a bit of
0: weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? um, so, uh, how much did the um, first uh, big bite challenge you did raise?
2: Um, I think they raised, in the end, I think it was about £38,000. They wanted 64000 wow. Um Yeah, I saw that. I but I that, think yeah. the, the previous season, they were spoiled a little bit uh, because it was a shorter ride. So last year was the furthest ride they'd done for a few years. Um,
1: it was Etihad, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so it,
2: it was a lot further, and it was three days, whereas I think previous rides were um, two days, and it was a lot obviously easier for a lot of people to do the ride. Um, so... Really, if you're going to do a three-day ride, you're taking four days out. Um, one day to travel like the day before, mm-hmm. and one day on the Friday to ride, Saturday, Sunday. So um, it wasn't as popular. That there. we had a great bunch of people doing it, uh, and we raised 38000 in total. Um, this year, the the total, I think, is 34000 I think, they want to raise. And, and last time I looked, they were well over 40%. Um, but, they, wow. you know, there's a way to go. There's three weeks to go uh, to the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they'll do it. I'm, I'm hoping they do it. Uh,
0: how many people go on the, the the big bike ride?
2: This year, they've got about 41,000... Uh, That's 41,000 people. And uh, I think the aim is, if, if everybody can raise £750, then it's pretty mm-hmm. much covered the cost. But, obviously, you want to... You want to... um Get as much as you can for the charity. Um, all I say is, it is such a fantastic experience. You raise money. The Saints fans last year were brilliant to me. When I, I decided in January that I was going to do this, I started to write a blog called "Not Not the Real John Blog," um, and I posted out there that I was going to do this ride. Right. And then that was in the January. By the middle of February, I reached my target of 1500 By By the time I did the ride, it was £2,500. It was, it was phenomenal. The Saints fans oh, are, are just brilliant. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a good ride. It, it really is. I can't stress how much I think that if anybody likes to raise a bit of money and they want something that's relatively easy to do, this is something. It's an experience, but it's, it's great.
1: Yeah, this is this is really inspiring me to do something now. I don't know uh, yeah, I think I could
0: do with getting back on the bike. <laughs>
1: you know, yeah, you, you did a, you did a cycle, didn't you, around the UK? Yeah, we you, uh, up, at, up at university. Yeah, as I
0: well kind of swan song, uh, me and the two uh, guys I was living with, you uh, and Nick, um, we decided after a night out that we were going to try and to cycle through every English county. Um, That's a double yeah, that took us on a on quite a long journey, um, but yeah, it wasn't very well planned. I thought, out. We, I don't think any of us had a bike <laughs> at that point. <laughs> so
1: Kev, I wouldn't expect anything less with you. Uh, uh,
0: thank you, but um, yeah, and no, we we cycled <laughs> 1,500 miles, uh, and we finished at Land's End. Uh, it took us about yeah, seven weeks, but it also gave Fifth us chance to see all of our, yeah. We had a, a few weekends off to see uni friends from around the country that we've met over the uh, four years at uni so yeah and that was a great experience but um i mean you you do a lot more miles on the um the big bike challenge than we did in a day i mean what are you doing about 100 a, a day or so for the first couple. yeah of right? so I-
2: so this um, this season we're going to cycle from Huddersfield to John Smith Stadium. So being called John Smith, John
1: Smith, hey, yep, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm yeah, I'm done. definitely <laughs> going to be stood there in front of the stadium. John Smith, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get that photo. Um, yeah. It has to be done, yeah, so I think on the Friday, uh, the the game is on the Sunday, so on the Friday we're going to cycle about hundred odd miles down to, from Huddersfield down to Leicester. Uh, there's a few lumps. In between there and then uh, I think we're going through The Peak District Link um, yeah, Certainly yeah. We're we'll, we'll going through Some lumps I definitely know that uh, Then on the Saturday We're we'll going from Leicester down to Reading Now I know there's a Massive lump Looking at the route In between us And Silverstone There's Somewhere around Silverstone There's a huge Huge lump uh, Which doesn't look Very nice at all So <laughs> I'm going to go over that <laughs> And then on On this Sunday, we'll get down to Reading, and then it's Reading, it's going to be an absolute mad dash, it's about 60 odd miles, or 50 odd miles, from Reading down to uh, St. Mary's, and if it's anything like last year, we'll just go for it, we'll just absolutely go for it, um, it's the last day, Everybody's pumped up, you know you're going to get yeah. to St. Mary's, you're going to get there, and it's, <laughs> get down onto the pitch, see everybody waving at you, it's phenomenal, it just drives you on. It really does. It's brilliant. Amazing. Um,
1: and also, you're, you're raising money for another charity called Scotty's Little Soldiers. Um, can you tell me yes, about
2: Yes, sure. That? So I did um, about 15, 16 years in the Air Force. Uh, I'm 48 now. uh be 50 next year. So um, I decided that I needed to do something um, to, to achieve something big before my 50th year, if you like. And... Um, after I, I took up cycling last year, I was chatting to a friend of mine, Laura. Uh, Laura's husband, Nick, was in the Air Force. He'd, he'd been out to Afghanistan three, four times. Um, he got blown up in Afghanistan, um, survived without scratch, which is phenomenal. Um, he was a duty officer as I was leaving the Air Force a few years back. Um, but then when he came back from Afghanistan the last time, he, he began to have some sort of pains in his legs, they thought it could be multiple sclerosis or Parkinson's Uh sadly it turned out to be cancer so here's a guy that had, had gone through wars in Afghanistan had worked on typhoon squadrons absolutely humorous guy to be struck down by cancer and sadly it, it took him um, a few months after and uh, he was lost so Laura turned to Scottish Little Soldiers which was a the charity set up by Nikki Scott, her husband Lee uh, was was in the tanks and he, sadly, he was killed um, in Afghanistan back in 2009. So she set up this charity called Scottish Little Soldiers in His Honour. What that does is three things. It does things like smile. It, um, it helps kids out by making them smile, by good experiences. This could be a day out such as uh um, Towers, Lego Land, etc, or selling them um, birthday cards and Easter eggs or Christmas presents. Um, then it does things like strides, which it 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 helps with um their development, educational development. You know, the kids will be given the opportunity to have grants or work experience with, you know, businesses that will look after kids like this. And then their support. Um, if you think about a military family, they go out, mum or dad could go off to war and can sadly not come back. These kids have, have got to deal with with that. And so they offer bereavement and counselling and, and they offer any support they can to help the kids through this. So, Laura is a really, really good friend of the family. She, um, she had two kids, Tanith and Ewan, who were quite young. Um, they, they'd obviously lost their, their dad, and a lord became involved in the charity, and um, and the charity of Hampton. him um, is is an A star student; she's about to go through her GCSEs, as is my my son Ben, uh, and Ewan's twelve, thirteen, and you know he's he's grown up to be a real good young lad. Um, both of them have, have dealt with their, the death of their father in different ways. But the charities at least enabled them to do that. It's, the death of their parent hasn't been the end of their life. And that's the key thing, is it's given them an the opportunity to build upon this adversity and to do something. Um, so it's not been the end of their life. They're at the beginning of their lives. And hopefully the charity will enable them to, to blossom and grow into something big in the future.
1: Wow. Wow. Um, so, and you're you're raising money for the um, Scottish Little Soldiers Foundation. Have you got um Have you got a link on your Twitter page for this? Yeah,
2: so it's um I have it's on my Twitter page on my pinned tweet. Um, so I, I'm on Twitter as not the real John. Um, so if anybody wants to go search me out, they'll find me. Or if they go look at not the real John blog, they'll find me anyway. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm going to cycle from Lands End to John o' I I decided, I don't know, I've become altruistic in the last 18 months, and I decided I'm going to help people out. I I took up cycling last year, which is the first time in about 30-odd years, so I became a British cycling ride leader, Um, and because of that, I'm I'm now going out and I'm I'm taking people around the New Forest out on rides, etc., and... So what's going to happen is in September, I'm going to cycle from the Land's End, I'm going to go to Oakhampton, then I'm going to Bristol, then I'm going to go through Hereford, where I used to live at one point, through to Lempster, into Manchester, uh, where the Manchester we're going to hit Brit- the home of British Cycling, uh, and hopefully we'll get a lap round the, um, the velodrome there. And yep. one or two of the Coronation Street actors are, are patrons of the um, of the charity, Steve McDonald in particular, is. All uh, right. Oh. So hopefully we'll, we'll try and get down to the cobbles and say hello to them, and then from there on <laughs> it's up through Cumbria up through into Scotland, and it's about five days, just cycling the hills of Scotland until I get through to John Groat's. And we're
1: wow, wow, wow. We're going to make sure it's about a thousand miles. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible.
0: Cool. Uh, How long is that going to take you? Do you think?
2: Um, we're going to take about nine days so roughly it's about 100 miles a day uh, I think one of the days is 80 odd miles two of the days it's about 110 miles but it's roughly about 100-ish miles a day i like to think
0: heavy yeah <laughs> alright
2: yeah, very very heavy
0: so um, yeah if people want to make a donation uh, how, how do they do that
2: one of the first things is if you go to um, my not the real John. blog. the the Sort of headliner um, pinned blog. is all about that. Um, then you've got my um, Just Giving. i JustGiving.com fundraising slash Scotty Le Jog. So if you uh, search on Just Giving for Scotty Le Jog, you'll find me. And it's Mark and John's Le Jog for Scotty's. So give you a little bit of info. Uh, Mark Traves is my co-writer. Um, Mark is a guy who works for British Cycling Um, he was the main uh, ride leader for the big um, bike challenge last year and uh, it was whilst we were on a bike ride after the challenge uh, we were doing several laps of um, Thruxton airfield on our bikes and I said oh I I think I'm going to be doing Lion Centre John O'Groats and he went well I, I did a few you know bit of fundraising a couple of years back for um, Help for Heroes so I don't think I'll ever do one again and then told him about Laura told him about the whole situation with the kids and he went yeah come on let's go and do it so Mark is uh, Mark's doing it he's recovering you from an operation at the moment so Mark if you're listening recover soon mate because I need to get back out of the bike um, but yeah so we, we've just started our fundraising. We I think we're about £115 pound at the moment so it's still early days but Wow.
1: Of course, we'll um, we'll put all the stuff up on our Twitter. Yeah,
0: and we'll stick it in the show notes as well.
1: Of course, yeah. We'll put it on the show notes, put it on on Twitter, and do everything that we can to to help promote this as well.
0: Appreciate it, lads. Appreciate it. Right behind you. Um, Yeah. So, as a Saints fan, um, do you get a chance to go to a lot of matches?
2: Um, Yeah, I do and I don't. So... (laughs) This season, I actually had to forego my season ticket um i last year I bought a Borman bike, which was it's a nice bike uh but it's a clunky old thing if you like um, when I decided mm-hmm. I was going to do the big bike challenge had a choice of, of of paying a lot of money for um a carbon fiber bike or a season ticket. Uh, so, because only, I, I and you thought, well, Mark, Hughes was in charge, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, if if, be, if it'd be Puyall, it had been for you, it would have been, you know, wouldn't be a choice. Um, but yeah, so so it, it, it was actually that. Actually, was more the so fact that Mark Hughes was in charge. Um, <laughs> so I decided. So right uh, yeah, I'd rather go cycling every Saturday. Um, yeah, so I decided <laughs> to go and um, you know invest in a very expensive bike to do the uh, Land's End challenge. Um, so I had the four-game season ticket this year. I'll probably buy another season ticket uh, next year. That said, being to the odd game this season. Um, so, yeah, it, they, they're playing a lot better than they were.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, the fact the fact that you said that you're probably going to renew it next year says, says it yeah. all, really, doesn't it? I mean, just, you know, enjoying going to the games again especially under... Huffman yeah, but well,
2: you see, you, you know, we've, we've been spoiled. Um, you know, I've been following Saints now for several years, you know, decades. Uh, if you look at the last, I don't know what, since, since Marcus took over the club, um, there, there was an atmosphere. We, we had several seasons of just going up and up and up where every mm-hmm. Saturday you looked forward to it. It didn't make a difference what league we were in. It, we, it was something to enjoy. You know, the three points were yeah. there for their taking. Okay, we wouldn't get that three points every week, but it was, it was exciting. It was just pure excitement. Yeah, it was
1: nice to know that we were in a match. Yeah. And yeah,
2: that's what football's about. You you knew that you weren't scared of any team. And um, as we grew up through um, through League One and we got to the Championship, that the game, the Championship. You know, in my head, I can just see Ricky Lambert being lofted above. On the pitch, so mm-hmm. Mary's. You know, so we, we were sport. Yeah. We were absolutely sport for for three or four seasons where it was just positive, positive, positive. And then,
1: okay. And of course, the Johnsons' paint as well. That was that was a massive high. There.
2: Oh, the JPT. You know, the, the one thing that Saint mm-hmm. has done is it's allowed me to take both my kids to um, to Wembley, uh, yes. and to see the JPT, to to, to see the, the team do what they did. But we, we, got into, so we got into the Premier League, we lost Nigel Atkins, which it hurt at the time, but then we replaced him with a manager who, to be honest, took us that much more further forward. Course, uh, yeah. and, then, and then we lose him to Spurs, which, which hurts us, but then we replaced him with The Koeman. Koeman came in and it was all positive football, so for, for quite a few years we had that positive football. And it just came crashing down to possession play. And then you,
1: when Kruger come in,
2: no, no, I, don't think it was Kruger. I don't think it was. I, <laughs> think it was. I mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think you know, Kr- Kruger's role was was all about the business. it Was all about hiring the profile. Mm. It was all about making Saints a brand. And and he was. He said he kept saying that he was the, it, the go-between between the club and the owners. And yeah, that exactly what yeah. he what he was. He wasn't there to do the football. He was all about the brand. It was all about selling Southampton FC. .com if you like, but mm-hmm. but the football-wise, all of a sudden after Kuben, it just ground to halt. They they sold their best players. They sorry sold, uh, name, people like that, and we we ended up playing this procession plate, and and it wasn't it, it was the most unsexy football going. You know, I think I would rather have finished tenth in the league that season but played sexy football compared to a boring nil-nil every week after Pure. Mm. You know? Yeah. And then, and then Pellegrino, you know, how how you can go backwards after Pure is beyond me in terms of sexy <laughs> football. <And> Pellegrino <laughs> proved it was possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's it's quite laughable when you think about it now, isn't it? It's just, uh, and,
2: and you know... Th- then you have the Mr. Beleaguered, um, Mark Hughes, come in, and he does nothing but grind the odd result, which is enough to enable us to stay out, which I'll always be thankful to him for. Mm. But it's, it's so... But, frustrating. but the contract? <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, I, I don't know is, is Parduce still in contract in Newcastle? I'm not sure, is he? But, um, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's one of those things where you pay so much more money for for manager just saves you, which, which is loyalty. I get that. But I'm, I'm glad that the decision was made to, you know, get rid of him when he did. And I'm glad the decision to put Ralph in when they did, because...
1: Yeah, you just think, like, if they had left it a couple more weeks... Oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You know, the
2: timing was
0: right. It was absolutely spot Could on. Could have gone the it, or something like that. It
2: does, yeah. it does show. It's all about the quality of the manager. It's all about the people. It, it, it's the tools. As a manager, you've got tools in front of you, and it's how you use them. Um, and he obviously, he knows how to motivate people. He can see slightly differently from, from Hughes, who is Mr. Neil, Neil grind out type person. So it's nice to see this football.
0: Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Do you feel that we're on the cusp of... Uh something special again like those heady days from the league one up through the championship again? Do you think we're going to be in that feel-good era again?
2: Yeah. I do and I don't. Um, I think I'm pragmatic. I, th- I think the fact is that whether whether we like it or not, Saints is a stepping stone for a lot of people. Uh, um, it's going to be a stepping stone for the players that potentially go into Champions League and that's fine. I, I, I'm absolutely cool with that because that is what we are. We're, we're not a championship league club, but we enable people to go on to that. Um, mm. As well as with, with managers. I'd like to think that none of our managers like Ralph are ever going to go to a Watford or Wolverhampton. No disrespect mm. to them. Um, but, you know, I think ambition-wise, Saints are should be fighting for the Everton place. You should be fighting.
1: Absolutely, yeah. You know,
2: they should be top ten in between 7th place and 10th place. You know, that's... that's
1: yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be happy with
2: that. That's not our ambition. We, we should be fighting... Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Got to be realistic. We're never going to be Champions League because we just don't have the the cash behind us to do that. It's so a miracle. If, yeah, if yeah. our manager goes on and he goes on to a Champions League club, can, can
0: you blame him? no we wouldn't
1: progress absolutely not it's just you know it's coming don't you and sometimes it's just really really hard to say it, it is shows, I mean,
0: it, it shows that we're doing something right if we've got those if that conveyor belt's running and our managers are going on to bigger clubs and our players are going on to bigger clubs then yeah it shows we're doing something right
2: well, we're doing our job we're part of the machine you know we are mm. the football yeah. machine but the, the key thing is making sure that we you know we let them depart at the right time for them and us um, so Ralph I think inevitably will go on and if he does I really hope that he goes on to a much bigger and better club but I hope he also holds Saints um, in his heart forever
1: yeah I'm sure he will the only way up for him yeah. or,
2: and us hopefully where, where do you see us
0: finishing next season then John
2: um, if we keep Ralph and if we keep Redmond and actually I'll say if we keep um, more powers. I, I think that we should be top ten. I think we should be tenth place.
1: I do think we need to spend a little bit of money. Yeah. I think we're a bit light up front as well. So it depends if we can get some. Well, well we, there's always talk about Che Adams coming in, someone else to help out Danny Ings because um, um, it's because it's clear that Austin isn't isn't the type of hurtle player. No,
2: um,
1: I think yeah, a little little bit of money. I think we can get that. I, I
2: think we. have really been lacking in terms of a, a, an out and out striker for a few years since, since we lost mm. Pele we've not had a, mm. a striker who can score goals you know if you, you think about anybody could pass ball to Pele and you knew it was going to go in, in the net mm. we we struggled Long, Long to me I love Long he's an absolute mm. brilliant mm. player but he's got to be given um, the opportunity to run onto the the uh, the goalkeeper. If you think about when Sims passed that ball to him, uh, field, and um, it was a phenomenal pass by Sims, who, who is coming on leaps and bounds. You know, Long.
1: Yeah, yeah, we love Sims. He was
2: gifted that goal because of the Sims, and because Long scored a long goal. If he's got an opportunity to run on, and it's one on one with the goalkeeper, Long's going to score that goal. If he's in the middle of the box and he's surrounded by, you know, eight defenders, Long's not going to score the goal. And that's the sort of play of long is. So you, you need to have that team that can that can really score the break. And if you think about it, for the last couple of seasons, all we've had is procession play. So it's, the ball gets bounced all the way up the top to the top third. And Long's not there. Long, long doesn't have that room to run onto that ball. So in some respects, he, he's had a bit of bad press. But it's because he's not that style of player that can score in a crowded box. He needs to have space to be able to run onto. Um, God, of course. So, yeah, we, we need to strengthen. Um, I like to think if we get an extra few million by, um, you know, potentially it's 51 points I think we've got, uh, if we win every single game from now on, um, a few extra million is going to help us. All right. right.
1: I, I, I don't disagree, yeah. Um, OK, what about um games next week? we got Watford and Bournemouth. Have your predictions on those two games?
2: Um, two really tight games. You know, Watford are a good unit at the moment. Um, and you, start, you know, as, a, as an outsider, you think watford you will be play, playing above your station. Um, I got
1: FA Cup final to play as well, though. So they do. Are they oh, going to yeah. be
2: thinking of that? Yeah, they are. Um, and uh, you know, they—they're not going to get you a rope, probably. Let's face it. No. So. W- Wofford, if anything, they're going to they're use the FA Cup final. They're going to hopefully preserve players. I-, I think that every single game from now on, they're all winnable. I, I think that
1: Absolutely,
2: definitely yeah. we're going to get a few points. We-, we should get at least six points in the next few games. Uh, Wofford could be a 1-0, could be a 1-0. It's difficult to say. Um, they're a good team. Bournemouth, again, you know, anyhow, is-, is a quality manager. He's got a good team and, and they play on morale They, they play really, really well um, I, I think it's going to be a good grudge match it's, To me, it's still not a derby uh,
1: No <laughs> no.
2: But I, I think I think they can do this I think it could be a 1-0 Or it could be a 1-0 again it's, it's too tight Too tight to call But I think there's points to be had there though
1: Okay Brilliant stuff Right. Okay. I think. Um. Is there anything else? Um, there? No. Just. Um. Yeah.
0: Thanks for coming on and uh, telling your story. And. Um. Yeah. We'll. Uh, uh, put all the links out and um, just encourage everyone to support you. Uh. On. On your big bike ride. And thank you for what you're doing.
1: Yeah. yeah so. Um. If you visit his his uh, blog at nottherealjohn.blog dot blog, and you can find him on Twitter at nottherealjohn, That's John with no H. That's
2: right. Yeah.
1: Um. Uh, yeah so th- yeah from me and Kev thank you so much for coming on and of course we'll um we we'll do what we can to promote
2: we look, really crush it lads um and just look forward to eighth uh, in the premiership and being an this season next season Excellent thank you very Okay much.
0: lads cheers, come on. all right cheers,
2: cheers
0: mate Podcast Network